Blog Talk Radio. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continue to be in my mouth. Psalms 34 and 1. You just tuned in to Voice of Truth Worldwide Ministry here on Block Talk Radio. We are here every Sunday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Call a neighbor, call a friend, text them, email them, tweet them, hit them up on Facebook, and let them know that we're on the air live. We want to take the opportunity to welcome our listeners to the service today, whether by phone or by web. We are so glad that you took time out of your busy day to be a part of the service today. And we thank God for you, and we pray that you will continue to listen every Sunday at the same time. Amen. I am going to go ahead and open us up to prayer. Our message today will come from John, the 11th chapter. Lord, we thank you for another day, O God. We give you praise and honor and glory, for you are worthy of all our praises. Lord, we thank you for being a God that is able to do all things. There is nothing too impossible for you, O God. We thank you, Father God, for miracles in the lives of your children all over the world. We thank you, Father God, for keeping your promises. We thank you, Father God, that you are able to make a way out of no way. We thank you, Father God, for bringing us through the storm, oh God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father God, that you kept us during the storm. Thank you, God, for even now. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we just give you praise for it. In the name of Jesus. Father God, we thank you that we have a roof over our head and clothes on our backs and shoes on our feet. We thank you that we have food on our table. Our children have food on the table that you made a way that they will have everything that they need. We thank you, Lord. Father God, we just pray that you will watch over the children all over the land, oh God, and all the schools and all the universities. Lord, we just plead the blood over every school and every university, oh God. We ask you to protect the children there, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Protect the officers and the teachers and the principals and the janitors and all of those that work within the school system, bus drivers. We ask that you will protect them and cover them under the blood, O God. Let no harm come to the children, O God, in the name of Jesus. Father God, we just thank you for your holy word. We thank you, Father God, for Jesus. We thank you for the blood that he shed. We thank you for the Holy Ghost, and we thank you for his power. We thank you, Father God, for your word that heals, delivers, and sets free God. We thank you, Father God, that thou art a God that is able to do all things. There's nothing impossible for you, O God. And we give you praise and honor and glory, God. We thank you for your love, O God. We thank you for the breath of life. We thank you, God, that you are able to keep us, no matter what's going on in this fallen world, that you're able to keep us. And we say thank you, Lord. We give you praise and glory for even now, God. We pray, Father God, that you will save a soul, even now, Lord, for your glory. We ask that you will bring them out of sin and darkness for your glory, O God. We ask that you will clean them up for your glory, O God, in the name of Jesus. Father God, we just thank you.
for saving a soul, even now. We ask that you will save more souls all through this nation, oh God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you for it right now, God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you for every soul that's saved, oh God, every soul that's delivered, every soul that's set free, in the mighty name of Jesus. We give you praise, we give you honor, and we give you glory. For you are worthy of all our praises. All these things we pray in the mighty name of Jesus. I don't know about you, but I thank the Lord for another day. I thank him because he kept me and made a way for me. For he is worthy of all of our praise. We ought to thank him for just keeping us and keeping us from falling and Keeping us in the storm, we ought to thank the Lord because he's worthy. We ought to give him praise. We ought to say hallelujah to your name. We ought to give him the highest praise for he's worthy. Amen. Our glory goes to God. The message today will come from John, the 11th chapter. And I'm going to begin reading at verse number 33. And the word of God reads. When Jesus, therefore, saw her weeping, and the Jews also weeping, which came with her, he groaned in the spirit and was troubled and said, Where have ye laid him unto him? Lord, come and see. Jesus wept. Then said the Jews, Behold, how he loved him. And some of them said, Could not this man, which opened the eyes of the blind, have called that even this man should not have died? Jesus therefore again groaning in himself cometh to the grave. It was a cave. And a stone laid upon it. And Jesus said, Take ye away the stone. And Martha, the sister of him that was dead, said unto him, Lord, by this time he stinks, for he hath been dead for days. And Jesus said unto her, Said I not unto thee? That if thou would believe, thou shalt see the glory of God. Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. I knew that thou hearest me always. But because of the people which stand by, I said it, that they may believe that thou hast sent me. And when he thus had spoken, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he that was dead came forth, bound hands. And foot with grave clothes, and his face was bound about with a napkin. Jesus said unto them, Loose him 
and let him go. Then many of the Jews which came to Mary and had seen the things which Jesus did believed on him. Amen. This is the word of the Lord. Amen. I want to encourage you to go back and read the entirety of the chapter so that you may get an understanding of what God is saying to you in the word of God. Amen. The title of our message today is You Can Live Again. You Can Live Again. The word of God tells us in John the 11th, 11th chapter that there was a man and his name was Lazarus. Lazarus was uh, in the town of Bethany and Lazarus became sick and they had sent for Jesus. And the Bible tells us that when they sent for Jesus, Jesus did not come to Bethany until four days later. The Bible also tells us that Jesus loved his sister, Lazarus' sisters, Mary and Martha, and he loved Lazarus. For the Bible says, thou, the one that thou lovest is sick. They had called for Jesus because he loved Lazarus. And the Bible says that when Jesus had spoke to the disciples and he told them, let's go over into Bethany. Because our friend Lazarus sleeps. And they said unto Jesus, if he's asleep, in other words, why are we going? Because they were thinking that he was just in a natural sleep or rest. And Jesus made it plain to them that Lazarus was dead. The Bible goes on to, to tell us that Jesus arrived in Bethany the four days. And it was like a two-mile travel for them to get to the area where Lazarus was laying in the grave. The Bible says that when Jesus was coming into the area, that Martha saw Jesus. And when she saw Jesus, she went and come unto him. And she told Jesus, she said, Jesus Lord, if thou had been here, my brother would not have died. She said, I, I know that whatsoever thou askest of God, God will give it to thee. And the Bible said that Jesus said unto Martha, thy brother shall rise again. In other words, he was about to live again. And Martha said unto him, she said, Lord, in other words, and I'm just saying, Lord, I know that he shall rise in the resurrection of the last day. But Jesus said unto her, unto Martha, he said, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, Though he was dead, yet shall he live. You can live again. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never
never die. Believeth thy best, you can live again. So Martha goes on to say, she said, I believe that thou art the Christ, the Son of God, which cometh into the world. And she believed that Jesus was trying to get her to see that I am talking about right now that Lazarus will live again, in other words, in the earthly realm. Lazarus is about to live again. Yes, he will have eternal life after his other physical death, but right now, Lazarus is about to be risen from the dead. The Bible goes on to tell us that when Jesus got there and they showed him where uh, he was laid, where Lazarus was laid in the grave, it was a cave, and, and, and they took Jesus to him, and and the Jews were saying, you know, I wonder, can this man that, that opened up the blind eyes, because they had seen the miracles that Jesus had done, and they 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 saw the, the healing and the deliverance of the lives of people, and, and he had healed a blind man. And that's what, do you think that this may be the son of God? In other words, I'm paraphrasing, that this could be the son of God, and this man would not have died? The Bible goes on to tell us that Jesus told them to take away the stone. And Martha said unto him, Lord, in other words, if we remove the stone, you know, he's been in the grave for four days and now he's sinking. But we want to stop right there for a minute. Jesus said unto them to take ye away the stone. Because Lazarus was in the grave and he was in a cave. Many of us are like Lazarus. We're dead in our soul. We know God. But we're dead in our soul. There's no life in our soul. The Bible says that Jesus said that Lazarus shall rise again. That means that Lazarus was going to come from death to life. Son of God. Many of us have sown. We're saved. We look good on the outside and we're good at dressing up. But our inside, we are dead in our souls. We have no life. There was a place in our life that we died. There was a moment in our life that we died because a stone was thrown at us somewhere in our life. And at that moment, that devastating thing, whatever it is, maybe your mother died when you were a child. And you died that day. Maybe you was abused by a family member, a mother, or a father, or a cousin, or an uncle, or aunt. You died that day. Everything and you died that day. That stone was placed there and you died. Maybe you never knew your parents. Not that they were physically dead, but maybe they were never in your life. And maybe you're orphan. 
Maybe you're in some kind of welfare system or foster care. You died the day that you were taken away. You died that day that stone was there. Stone was thrown and it was still there in your life. Or maybe you are in a relationship with someone and they broke your heart. And there's a stone that you can't even love again. Maybe you lost your husband to another mate. Or maybe you lost your wife to another woman. Or you died that day. You don't know how to love anymore. From that day you no longer live, but you died with him. Oh, God. There's so many people who are walking around looking good on the outside, the outer appearance. But in the inside you have died because of a thing that came in your life that was thrown at you, not in the thought of your own. Maybe you weren't supposed to be there, but somehow you end up there. Maybe you was a mother and you lost a child. You died that day. That are there. God wants to remove the stone that you can live again. Jesus said, move the stone. Because Lazarus was in a cave. And in that cave was darkness and death. But I believe that when Jesus said, Lazarus, come up, God breathed a breath of life back into Lazarus. And I believe that Lazarus got up in the grave in that tomb that day. And I believe that the light of glory was in the cave. And I believe that when Lazarus stood and he heard the voice, said, Lazarus, come forth. See, Jesus had him to move the stone for a reason. Because if he had a call Lazarus, and the stone was still there, Lazarus couldn't come out because of the stone. God wants you to live again. But you got to hear the call. You have to cry unto him and ask him, say, Lord, whatever that stone may be in your life that is buried there. See, one thing about the devil is, he knows that if he throws a stone, and if you don't never ask God to move a stone, that stone will always be there. And the devil will always remind you of that place in your life where you died. You died there that day. Your hope, your joy, your happiness were all snatched away that day. Well, you say, I got a house, and I got a good job, and I got a fine husband, and I, I got a fine wife. I got a mansion on a hill. I got a mansion on a hill that cost me a million. I got a million dollars in the bank. I'm living the life. You're living the life because your heart and your soul within is dead. And you can't live again because you can't get past. 
remove the stone that you can live again. Now, we come back to the fact that many love to dress up and look really good on the outside. But you're walking dead. You're just walking around and your soul is dead on the inside. You know Jesus, you say. But you're dead on the inside. Have you seen many people that have millions of dollars and can buy anything that they want to buy, but yet they're not happy in life? Yet they can take their own life, but they got all kind of money. And you wonder why would somebody take their lives and they got all kind of money and got everything that they need? Money can't buy life. Only Jesus Christ can give you life. Money can't buy love when it's stolen away. Love can't buy. Love can't bring you joy nor happiness. And it can't bring you that relationship that you want. You may have a man and you may have a woman. But are they there for you or are they there for the money or the things that you got? Because love can't buy real love. See, the stones in our lives has to be moved. I'm going to give you a testimony. I knew a woman once who died at a very early age in her life. She never had any joy. She never had any love. She had no happiness because everything was snatched away from her when she was a child. She never had the life that she desired. And that stone that was there followed her all through her life. That stone was there. And the devil would always remind her that you died that day. It would always remind her that nobody loves you, nobody wants you. You'll never be married. You'll never have nothing. You'll never be anybody. That's stone. See, the devil has a way to come, to steal, kill, and destroy the lives of people. Whether you're saved or unsaved, he has a way to come and snatch it. But because we won't ask God to remove the stone, it stays there. It stays right there, and we carry it. And because we are hurting on the inside, as I have heard my leader say many times, hurting people hurt other people because you're hurting on the inside. Yes, you know Jesus. Yes, you say, but your soul is dead. Whatever caused that pain and that brokenness in your life, whatever caused that bitterness and that hurt, you got to give it to God. You got to ask Him to come. You got to ask Jesus to come and to heal you and to bring you out of that so that you can live again. Because the Word of God tells us that whom God has set free, they are free indeed. When Jesus called Lazarus out of the grave, He said, Lazarus, come. And when Lazarus came out of the grave, the Bible says that he had the, the, the grave clothes on his hands and his feet. That means he was bound. And he had the, the bandage.
witnesses or a headband around his head. He was bound in his mind. He was bound. Some of us are bound in our mind. We're bound. We got all kind of strongholds. We got all kind of yoke over our lives. And we need God to move the stone. We feel like we are doing okay because we don't we feel like we made it on our own. That ain't just that. We feel like we made it on our own. Just like God called Lazarus out of the grave. And when he told Martha, he shall rise again. Now, many of us look at eternal life. After our physical death, we're going to leave this world. And those that are saved will have eternal life. But Jesus died that we could have abundant life, not just after death. He died that we could have abundant life in the earth, on the earth. That we could experience the good treasures of God. He wants us to live now. And then when we die, if we know him, we do and will have eternal life. Jesus, and through him, you can live again. But you must ask him to come. You got to hear the voice to come. Now, Jesus said in the word, he said, I, I'm doing this not for me. He said, but I'm doing it for you so that you might believe that I was sent. I wonder if your leader sent. Because if they are truly sent, you are not to be bound. You are not to be bound in chains. Going in a church every Sunday. You are to be free from the tax. If you got the leaders that God has called for you to have and God has sent them, it's no way that you can stay the same. Because Jesus said in the word of God, I am the resurrection and I am life. If Jesus is life, why are you dying in your spirit? Why are you dying in your soul? Why are you going in and out of a church house with the same issues, the same problems, the same bondage every Sunday? You're going home with the same problem because you're not being set free. Jesus said that you can live again. He said if you, if you believe and you receive the word of God, you shall live again. He said, whosoever believes in me shall never die. If thou will believe the word of God. If you believe that he was sent, and your leader must be sent, they can't just be went. They got to be sent by God. Because through them, God is able to move a stone. I'm a living witness that he'll do it. There's no way that you can come to Jesus, the resurrection in the life, and still not live. Because he is life. Everything about him is life. And he calls and wants us to live an abundant life here on earth. It's not until you deal with that stone 
stone that you truly live, and people know how to throw stones. I knew a group of people one time that they will always come with a particular thing. And I asked God one day, I said, God, why are they always coming with this particular thing? He said, because they are trying to take you back to that dead place because they know that you were dead there. They know that you didn't have no joy there. They knew that you didn't have no happiness there. They knew you didn't have nothing there. They knew it was no love there. So the devil comes to take you back to the dead place in your life. And he wants you to stay right there. And he wants you to think that you have dealt with it. That's why when you see people and they get up a certain part in ministry, they haven't dealt with it. You got to deal with that before you get before the people. So that you won't hurt other people. See, when Jesus came, he brought life. He didn't bring death. Everything about him is life. He brought life into a world that was dying of his sin. And when he spoke the word, now he could have spoke the word when he was over wherever he was in jail, wherever he was, he could have spoke the word and Lazarus wouldn't die. But he was trying to get them to see and to believe and know that he's a miracle worker. He wanted them to see that he's a God of promise. And that he was able to do it because he was sent. That those people could be healed, that they could be delivered, and that was that they could be set free. He said that's why he was sent. What were you sent? Were you sent? Or did you just go? Did you just went? The Bible says you got to go. You got to be you got to be sent by the heavenly Father. Deliverance comes when you hear the voice of God. Lazarus heard the voice of God. And when he heard the voice, see, when you hear the voice, you want to move. Lazarus came out of the grave. And he lived again. He had died a physical death. Got to look at that. He died a physical death. But Jesus gave him life again. And we too are dead within ourselves. But we can live again through Christ Jesus. He doesn't want us to be saved and still bound in chains. He wants us to be loose and set free. That's why he said, loose him and let him go. Because Lazarus could have kept coming, he would have still been dying. If Jesus had not said, loose him and let him go. You can live again. No matter what the pain is, whatever happened, whatever the betrayal was, no matter what people have said, what people have done, and all of the tragedy and all the things that are going on in this fallen world, if we would just call on Jesus and say, Lord, I want to live again. I want to live again. You don't want to just be saved. You want to live an abundant life in the natural. 
him. You want, you want to live a abundant life here on earth. You want to experience the good treasures of God on earth. How can you experience when you're bound? How can you experience when you're bound? Last we're bound. But Jesus loosed him from all of that. He went way down. You know what? If you call on him, he'll go way down. And he'll show you that's where you died at. He said, that's where you died at. That very moment that happened, that's where you died at. Yeah, you say, but you died that day. But I came that you might have life. I came that you might live and live an abundant life. Here on earth. Not just to be saved. He came for all things. If we would believe and thinking that we just think we just got it going on. You know, the Bible talks so much about our outer appearance and how people judge outer appearance. You don't know what nobody done went through. Don't judge a book by its cover because you don't know what they've been through. You don't know what's thrown been thrown at them. You don't know. But yet, because we don't deal with our own stones that have been thrown at us, we take throws and we throw them at other people that have, that have not hurt us or have done anything to us. They don't even know you. But because we're hurting on the inside and we have not dealt with that issue, and that moment when we die, we hurt other people. We're not living the life that we're supposed to live because we're living in fear. I want to get hurt again. I'm not going to let nobody hurt me. You ain't going to do that to me no more. I ain't going to let nobody in. And we build a wall. We have stones all around us. All kind of stones. All kind of stones. Bitterness, hatred, backbiting, lying. We got all kind of stuff around us. Because we won't deal with those stones. We got all kind of hurt and pain. Because we won't give to Jesus. We won't give it to him. We won't let him loose us. But if you let him loose loose you and and set you free for real, because when he sets you free for real, you won't walk the same. You won't talk the same. Your life will not be the same. Everything about you will change. That's why I know that the word of God says that there's no way, I'm saying, there's no way that you could come to Jesus and not change. You get to come as you are, but you don't have to stay that away. When you come to Jesus, something in your life ought to change. You can live again through Christ Jesus. You can live again. He said in his blood that you might live again because life was in his blood. Everything about him is life. He's a restorer of life. He restores Lazarus' life. Lazarus was dead for four days in the cave. Many of us are dead. Died many years ago. Lazarus was dead for death four days. How many years have you been dead? Has it been thudded? Thought? You still carrying that bag of stone. And it just weighing you down. But you're perpetrating real good. You're perpetrating real good. But in your heart, 
and your soul get dying. Because you're scaring that thing that happened years and years ago. And many times, we don't even realize because we don't went so long with that stone that we have got comfortable with it. It's just a normal, everyday part of life because we have not dealt with the stone. And if we allow Jesus to come in and, and ask him to come in and remove the stones in our lives, you can live again. You can live again as Lazarus lived again. That's why Jesus said, Lazarus shall live again. He shall rise again. That's what he told Martha. He told Martha. I ain't talking about what after his, he already dead. We ain't talking about about that. We ain't talking about that. He he already dead. He already dead. I'm talking about right now. I'm talking about right now, Lazarus is going to live again. You can live again right now. Right now. You can live again if you ask the Lord to come in and remove all of them songs that are hidden. Because some of the stuff we don't know is there. That's why you must have a leader that sit by God. I got one. I thank God for it. When you have those type of leaders in your life, and I got some good ones, Pastor an apostle of good leaders. And I tell you today that I am totally free because God sent them. Your leader must be sent. God has to send you to a place where there is deliverance. When Jesus walked into Bethany, deliverance had came to Lazarus. When Jesus walked into Bethany, Lazarus was about to be set free. When Jesus walked into Bethany, he was about to rise him from the dead. He was about to live again. Lazarus lived again. In a physical life upon the earth. Because if you continue to read it, it said Jesus was with him six days later. He had another life. He lived again. Whatever day, that day he died or day later, he lived again. We can live again if we ask Jesus to remove the stone. We can't go nowhere long as that stone is standing before us. That's what Jesus said, where are laying? Where your stone laying? Where your stones at? You got a bag of stones that you're carrying around upon your back. And you can't even make it because you got the stone. And you won't ask Jesus to help you because you think you made it on your own. But you didn't make it on your own. You didn't make it on your own. None of us made it on our own. Everything that we have, whether we are living righteous or unholy, God gives us. He's a giver of all things. We didn't make it on our own to remove the stone. Now, he told them to remove the stone because he was the son of God. He knew Lazarus couldn't walk through the stone. He knew that stone was laying there. What stone that laying before you that you don't want to deal with? If you would deal with that thing, whatever that stone is, if you would deal with it, give it to Jesus and let it go, he's going to loose you from it. He's going to loose you from it. 
He's going to loose you from it if you allow him to come in and do it. Because the Bible says that he loosed him from it. It doesn't matter how long it's been there. It doesn't matter how long it's been there. You shall live again if you call on the name of Jesus. If you call on his name and ask him, say, Lord, I want to live again. I don't know where I died at. Maybe you died, as I said earlier, as a child. Maybe something happened as a child. Or maybe something happened when you was a younger daughter or adolescent. Or maybe even your adult life and you died that day. But you can live again. God just don't want you to be saved. He wants you to have the abundance of life. He wants you to have the fullness of life. That you can enjoy Jesus all by yourself. You can enjoy him by yourself. When you're truly set free, you don't have to have a whole lot of folks around you to make you happy when you truly set free. Because when Jesus sets you free, you're free indeed. When Jesus loose you, when Jesus breaks every chain off your life, you're free. When he breaks every stronghold and every bondage off of your life, you're free. But it's got to be done through him. He said, I am the resurrection and the life. And they that believe it, whosoever believes it, in me shall never die. But live. You can live again. And you can live again through him. I, 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 I tell you, God's word is so powerful. And his word brings forth great deliverance and healing in the lives of his people if they will receive the word. Not just be a listener, but be a doer of the word. You've got to receive the word to get the deliverance and the healing and to be set free. Now, Lazarus was dead. He was a dead man. And he was in the grave. But he heard the voice of Jesus said, come forth. Lazarus, come forth. When we hear the voice of God calling us, whatever your name is, he's calling you to come forth. And just ask. He's calling you. He's calling you. Matter of fact, he's trying to show some of you through somebody else, but you still ain't receiving it because it's coming from somebody that you don't care about. You don't think that they are who they are in God. But God is showing you through their lives that you can live again. You know, you can have all the material stuff you want in this world and not be living for real. Dead. You ain't living. You're not living. Because the money and the house and all of that stuff can't love you back. It can't love you back. Money can't buy life. Life comes through Christ Jesus, the Son of God. And the Bible says us that God so loved the word that he sent his only begotten son. That whosoever believes in him can have eternal life. Can have life. Everything about Jesus is life. If something comes to you 
and it's not bringing forth life and it's dead, it's not God. It's just simply not God. Because everything about Jesus is life. He's a restorer of life. He restored the life of Lazarus. Lazarus could now live again. Now, I don't know how old Lazarus was. I don't know if Lazarus had a wife and children. I don't even know what Lazarus had. Because the Bible don't really say that. But we do know that Lazarus lived again. And you too can live again. You can live again too if you just hear the voice. And if you would just come. If you would just come to Jesus. Just as you are. Most people love to use just as you are, so I'm going to say just as you are. But when you come, and you come for real, and you ask the Lord to remove the stone, he will remove the stones out of your life. He'll tell you right here, I'm a living witness that he'll do it. He will tell you you died right here. That's when you died. And in that broken place, if you allow him to come, if you allow him to come, if you will come in that broken place, he will remove the stone. Your life will never be the same if you will allow him to do it. It don't matter how you got there. Many of us are in places we are not to be, and we got dropped in places, and people just left us there. And it's not the place that some of us ought to be. But if you go to Jesus with a heart of repentance, if you go to Jesus and say, Lord, help me with this thing. Take my heart. And clean me up. Because when we come to him, for real, he will clean us up. We're new creatures. We ain't carrying no stones. We can't have no song because we're free. See, the, the devil would throw them stones, and he's just hoping that you'll be caught up in yourself. And you just thinking that you got it going on. Stay right there. He knows that if those stones stay right there, you'll have just what you got right now. Jesus called Lazarus out of the grave of death, darkness, and he had the stone removed that was laying before him. And see, the devil knows that you died now. He knows. He knows exactly where you died at. And he wants you to stay right there in that second place in life. That's why he always brings it back to you. He's a good reminder. He'll remind you all the time, things that you used to do, the things that hurt you. He's going to remind you of that dead place. Are you dead right there? He said, oh, you were dead right there. You died that day. And he'll tell you there's no life for you, but that's not true. Jesus just said that whosoever believes in him shall live. And they shall not die. That they shall live if they believe it on him who was sent. But the devil want to keep you there. And he'll keep you there a long time. 
And he'll be sad to us that she thinks she's living. He thinks she got it going on. He thinks he living. He he thinks he he living. He thinks he got it going on. He all that bag of chips. See, the devil is very cunning. And he walk around seeing who he can devour. He walk around and see who he can steal from and kill your spirit and your soul. He know you can't live. He know you can't live because you got that stone right there. He know you can't live because you ain't trusting God to move it. And you ain't asking to move it. You ain't got faith enough to ask God to move it. And you won't even come. That God can deliver you and set you free. Because you won't deal with it. The stone. Jesus called him out of that dead place. Where he died. He died. But Jesus called him out of the dead place. He called him out of the grave. Jesus calling you out because he know you died that day. He already knows. He knows exactly where you died. But you can live again if you will call on him and ask him to help you. I don't know what happened in your life. Only God and you know that. And sometimes we don't realize that we're carrying that stone and that stone is laying before us. And we can't truly go forth unless those stones are removed. And Jesus is the only one that can remove the stones that we have faced in life. That's why sometimes you see people and they end up back in the place where they died before. Or they end back up on drugs. They end back over here. They end back doing this and other because they weren't truly delivered. They end back into that place. But if they had given it to God, and let Jesus loose them from it. It never came back. Because he could take the taste of alcohol off your, off your tongue. He could take that drug and that sniffing of drugs. You won't have no desire for it. All that whole money and all that. He could take that, all of that, all those stones. He can remove those stones and loose you and let you go. And you'll be free. But it's not until you hear the voice of Jesus and come. And you got to come with all the heart and ask him and tell him that you need help. There's nothing wrong with telling Jesus I need help. Help me with it. Why I act the way I act? Why do I do the things that I do? Why do I feel this way? You died many years ago. Lazarus died four days, and Jesus raised him from the dead, and Lazarus lived again. You can live again through Christ Jesus, and he wants you to live again. He don't want you just to be saved. He wants you to live again. He wants to restore your life. That is why he said, I am the resurrection and the life to Martha. That's why he said, I am the resurrection and life. He raised Lazarus from the dead. After he had been dead in the grave for four days and thinking. But when he came out of that grave, Jesus said, loose him and let him go. Loose him and let him go. That means... The sting 
the devil had to let him go. That means that those bandages had to let him go. All of that bondage had to let him go. His head was bound and all of that bandage on the head had to let him go. Because Jesus said, loose him and let him go. He lived again. And you too can live again. We have to ask God. Say, God, I, I just don't want to be saved. But I want to live the abundant life that you have promised me. Because he has promised us in the word an abundant life. And he wants you to live life. And he wants you to live it to the fullest in holiness and righteousness, living right before him. And when you do all of these things and you hear his voice and he's, he's trying to tell you you need to deal with that. You know, many times Jesus speaks to people and tells them, you need to deal with that. You need to handle that. But because we think we got it going on, because we can prophesy, because we can preach, we can sing, and, and we can do all that, we can pray, we can do all of these things, but we ain't dealing with the issue. And he keeps telling us, you need to deal with that. You need to deal with it. Because you can't go nowhere with that stone laying there before you. Because as soon as you get where you want to be in ministry, as soon as you get whatever it is you're trying to get in life, the devil going to take you back to that dead place, thinking place in your life where you died. He's going to always take you back. He's going to always remind you of that dead place in your life because he knows that if you stay right there, you're not truly living. Jesus says, I am the resurrection and the life. If we believe in him who has sent, who was sent by the living God, we shall have life through him. Not just life after death, but abundant life right here on earth. He's calling us to live. And he wants to clean you up when you get into these places. And then you lose everything you had because you didn't deal with the stone. So you can get rid of the baggage. So you won't take them bag of stones in your next place of employment. That you won't take them stones in the next marriage. Well, you won't take them stones into the next friendship. He wants you to live again. And if you allow him, and, to, and if you allow him to come, and if you will hear his voice and ask him to loose you, you know what it is. Maybe you don't realize that you really died that day. And most of the time we don't. We don't realize that we died that day because I didn't realize I had died that day myself. But we have to realize that those things come to keep us right there in that dead place in our lives. And Jesus came that we might live, that he came that he will be the restorer of life. That we can rise from the dead, from death to life through Christ Jesus. Not just to be saved, but to have the abundant life here on earth. With all the 
that he has promised us. But we got to get rid of the stone. We got to get rid of the stone before we go in the next place. You got to get rid of the stone. And you got to ask him to loose you from it and set you free. And he will do it. Just as he did it for Lazarus. The Bible says that uh, Jesus loved it Lazarus. Don't you know that Jesus loves you? It tells us so in the word of God. The Bible tells us that he loves us. He loves each and every one of us, and he wants us to have abundant life. It's not just for one. He came for all, and he came for all race of people. Love don't have no color. Jesus came for all people. And he loved all. And he died for all. That all might have life in him. And I want to encourage you today to ask Jesus to take away your stone and to loose you and set you free. I want you to ask him to, Lord, loose me. Set me free. Move these stones so that I may be free. I am going to go ahead and do the invitation. We're running out of time. If you don't know Jesus, if you will say this prayer, Lord, I'm a sinner in need of a Savior. Come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior. I confess and believe that you are Jesus the Lord and God raised you from the dead. If you said this prayer and you honestly repent of your sin, be saved and change your life today, leave me a message on Facebook, and I will get you to my leaders, amen, that will be able to help you to get them stones out of your life so that you can live again. Also, my VOT announcements, amen. We do hope and pray that you tune in to a pathetic corner today. Um. On Tuesday night, we have one word from the Lord at 9 o'clock p.m. with with an apostle and pastor. And we want to encourage you. Then on Saturdays, we have Faith Calm by Hearing Ministries at 3 o'clock p.m. So we want to encourage you to get connected and stay connected. As always, if you have prayer, you can inbox me on Facebook or Voice of Truth on Facebook and leave me a message there. We do hope and pray that something was said here today to help you so that you can live again. We love you here at Voice of Truth. God loves you, too. You have a blessed week in the name of the Lord. Amen. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.